Boobop. You gonna be ready? We got a live feed in 30 seconds. Yeah. All right, man. I'll see you then. 2000. Definitely admire what you do. Um, oh, man, thank you. Yeah, man, for sure. So, just honored to have you on. Uh, how have you been lately, man? I've been doing really well, bro. Hell yeah. Really well. Really well. Album's just being received in a really what, really great fucking way, so I really can't complain, honestly. That's always a good feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, they're all, and we've listened to, at this point, he's listened to probably a little more than I have, but what I have heard i mean i'm just very interested in knowing what the process is if it's been a continuation of something or if it's different for every thing that you write every track every album the way you do it man yeah i mean is that a question because i've been answer yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes uh okay so like the process mainly i had an album called this is a cry for help and in that album uh i was only making beats for six months when i released that project so uh, I had to get good at it fast. And it was muscle memory, it was repetition. I was cranking out four to six beats every day just so I could know, like, okay, well, if this part of the sample was having problems with the drums, I got to figure out how to fix that in every certain kind of scenario so right. I know how to just make better music that sounds good and doesn't just, like, fucking bump. Right, right, but, uh, right. For this one, it was different because I wanted it to be a sequel, and I wanted it to be one of the few times in entertainment history... Where the sequel is better than the original. That was my goal. I wanted it to be like, personally, I think Toy Story 2 is better. That's just me. I just think it's better. Right, right, so, right. <laughs> so I just wanted it to be like that. So I, I just got back into like this mindset of, all right, you got to almost wait too much to fucking talk about. How are you going to bring it all together? How are you going to make it make sense without it feeling like just like a fucking therapy session that you only have 30 minutes for and you're trying to get everything out at once? you got to make sure right. that it sounds cohesive. Everything just sounds like it's one song. And uh, overall, just a good listening experience. And I I just, I don't know, the way that people have been talking to me, I feel like I did it. <laughs> I feel like I might have did it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So, so who are some of your influences for producing, man? Because that is so crazy to me that it had only been like a half year uh, on that first project where, I mean, it just sounds really polished and it just all, yeah, it just all lays in so nicely. And like you say, it's cohesive, like top to bottom, you can kind of just give it a listen. So yeah, who are who are some of your influences for that? Yeah, man, thank you. Uh, so for me, a lot of like lesser known producers are my influences. And what's crazy is these lesser known producers who have like placements, like I have a friend of mine who was a placement, he had like a beat uh, that, Denzel Curry used and shit like that, and another friend of mine used a joint, whatever, just like, these people, Omar came up, Beast of the God, Downtime, Downtime's probably my biggest inspiration, uh, but other than those, I am really big fans of Wonder Girl, Eastbound, uh, Monte Booker, um, you know what I mean, uh, I would say Noah Forty Shabib, Drake's guy, but I don't know like if I'm as good at the mixing shit as he is. Uh, but I just love his keys and just like what he, like the life that he brings to shit. For sure. Um, who the fuck else? I mean, there's just way too many to name. Uh, just Blaze. I wish I had his drums, but like I, kind of, I kind of layer my samples like the way that he does, cause he he finds really distinct, unique sounds and just chops them to shit. 
And so I, I kind of do the same thing with that as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because I guess it's like – because I do hear a lot of sort of like a lot of different influences that meshes into one sound for you, and it's definitely your own sound. I mean, I haven't really – I don't really think I can compare it to anything else, if if if, if that makes sense. Like in a, in a good way, like in a good way. Yeah, light. yeah, no, I feel yeah, for sure. Thank for you. Sure. Yeah, man. It's your foundation of musical knowledge, too. I mean, it's – I could tell that you have a lot of different shit you've listened to outside of just like what you write, that kind of stuff, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of... Uh... So, here's the thing. My dad is a bass player, and on some old school, like if I make like a boom bap record or like a lo-fi beat, he'll play the bass line for it, and he did it on my album. And uh, my mother is a classically trained opera singer, and my dad and my mother met at a... Uh, they were both in a play... And they met, I think it was like Kismet or some shit. And they were like, my mom was performing on Broadway at the time and shit like that. And so like, I just know everything from show tunes. And my mother's from Louisiana, so I know some country shit too, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but, but, my, but my dad's from Queens and I was born in Brooklyn and shit like that. My so like, I just know a lot of that going on too, you know. So when did you, uh, when did you make the move to Mechanicsville? Or when did you start getting based up in there? I've been here since I was like five, and I have an accent that doesn't even make fucking sense. <laughs> I, like, I mean, it just—it has to be just from being around my dad, who's right. like basically Rob De Niro with like less of a nose. But like, you know, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he's just like, uh, you gonna pick up the fucking dishes or what? Like that was my childhood and shit. You feel me? So, like, that's just how—that's just how it was. And I just feel like I just have this weird mesh of like Richmond. But like mainly New York, cause like I'm I can talk normally, but like when I get loud, like it's that's when it's like, that's yo, what in. did he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That just comes with New York. We're, yeah, our blood is loud. <laughs> yeah, my 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 little brother who was there for two years, he was born in Brooklyn, lived there for two years, and then they made the move down to here, so yeah. we could be like halfway in between Louisiana and New York, and we never visit family anyway, so I don't know why the fuck they did that. Right. But uh, <laughs> my brother had to go through like what? Seven years of speech therapy because that fucker was talking like Elmer Fudd for like most of his life. Damn. And he was only there for two years, bro. Like, Damn. that's the thing that's, that's wild to me. That He's like, I love that. everybody in the world. Like, that's how he was talking. <laughs> oh, so he had, yeah, they had to tweak something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they were like, yo, what? Oh, man. I'm vaguely familiar with kind of some of, uh, some of your collaborators, man, like uh, Donovan and like all these people. Um, I'm just curious, like, could you tell me a little bit about the music scene in Mechanicsville? Like, what's going on up, to, up there? In Mechanicsville, absolutely the fuck nothing. Oh. It is just me, basically. Right, right, right. It is, bro, it is just me. But like Richmond, oh, uh, Richmond. Totally well, there was a time in Richmond where, you know, everybody was supporting one another. And that was about, I would say, 20 early early 2018, 2017 type shit. Right. I, there was this uh, outfit, who, this, this promoter named Silk, and he's like a close friend of mine, and he's one of the people who got me performing like ever. And I did, to this day, I haven't performed with him for like almost a year and four months, but I've still done the most shows in his program's history because I was doing every single one, and he had one every Wednesday, and sometimes there were weekend ones, and I was there for every single fucking show. Okay. And uh, so like, but nowadays, what's crazy is, like, there's, like, a resurgence. 
because a lot of people are just excited to get out the fucking house now. That they don't care if like the artists aren't very good or like whatever. They're just excited just to be somewhere with their mask on and shit like that, and just ha and just see shit going down. And so what's happening now is this resurgence of like. I go to this like ice cream parlor to perform. It's called the Nutty Buttery. I swear to God, I'm not making it up. <laughs> I've heard of that place. Bro, I'm not making it up. So like, uh, it's this black-owned business, and they're just really great fucking people over there. Just they really just everybody just I don't know because normally uh, whenever somebody's on that like people don't fuck with the girl side, smoke a cigarette or whatever they got to do, and they wait for their guy to come. But like that didn't happen. People were just there just to support, and uh, because. I don't know. There's just a lot of people, in not just in Richmond, but just in Virginia as a t as a whole. Because right. I've, I've I've just seen a lot of people uh, who are really talented not be where they need to be due to how weird this scene is. Right. Because I don't know where you guys are at. Because uh, y'all are in Charlottesville, right? Charlottesville, yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. I, I performed out there and I remember like it was nothing but love. Like it's just like it's a really unique place and there's a lot of art there and stuff like that. So people are like kind of used to going to like these art festivals and these art displays and galleries and shit. So they have no problem showing up for music shit. I haven't been I haven't performed at Charlottesville where it was like an empty house. There were just people there who might not even be in the same fucking age range by like 30 years of you. But they're still there because they just want to support local shit. Yeah. So the second that people start supporting local music, like they support local produce at Whole Foods and shit, I think we're all going to be in a good spot. Facts. Facts. I totally agree with that. Yep. Yeah, the, yep. Charlottesville was kind of, I look at them like they were a little bit ahead of their time because they have this thing that's uh, before COVID, of course, but it's called Fridays right. After Five during the summertime. And it's just local bands every week that come out. And I've heard some of the best shit ever at those shows with people yeah. who are just you know they they love it for the music that's yeah. what you're looking for and it's an interesting area because it's kind of like and where you're at too i mean like we see a lot of different people from philly from richmond from you know coming up from florida just the cross in charlottesville it's such a crazy little place but it's it, it is, is all love at the shows here i've noticed that for sure yeah yeah yeah, I've, I've always enjoyed myself, even right. in Charlottesville. Even though I got robbed of a beat battle there, I still am not upset. I'm, bro, I'm so angry what? about it. What? Dog, dog, I, they invited me to this beat battle and shit like that. And, like, the shits that I had were nuts, right? Yeah. Like, I had these crazy joints, and I got in the final round to lose to, like, this kid who lived down the street. And I was like, oh, word. Ah. And there were, like, judges, and one of them was like, bro, I don't know what the fuck happened. That was weird. Oh, my God, like, <laughs> And, like, the winner got, like, $500, and I'd be like, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, but like, you know what I mean? Like, because, like, Brian, like, you do music shit. Like, you mix shit and stuff yeah, like that, right? You yeah. do that for people. This motherfucker shit sounded like he made it on the way there. <laughs> like, that's what it was like. Like, it was just like he just, uh, he was playing through, like, some fucking desktop speakers or some shit like that. Right, That's right. what he was mixing with. Right. He just, like, just bass boosted everything, and people were like, oh... Right, recorded it on a potato in the car on the way over with all the windows rolled down. And fucking... Brad was using a Bluetooth speaker. That's yeah, what he was saying. <laughs> exactly. That shit was fucking weird. And I was like, yo, we're giving that to him? Yeah. And I'm like, congrats, bro. But like, I'm looking at him like, you know, like, all right, whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm moving on. Yeah, exactly. Like, For sure. Yep, yep, yep. Damn, dude. Were the judges like just not at all 
fully like with it and present and didn't know what was going on? Or they just like no, they uh they actually like some of them are very uh highly acclaimed people out oh, of Charlottesville. Wow. Okay, one okay. of them is like this really well known musical engineer, and that's the guy who like I I clicked with and was and I was cool with and shit like that. He was right. like in his thirties, maybe early forties. Yeah, and uh, he was a really cool fucking guy, and he was like, bro. That Jesus is King song you flipped from Kanye and made it some crazy trap shit about the Chick-fil-A shit was fucking insane. Yeah. That was wild. Like, oh, I just yeah. got bored, and I just was like, let me do this as a joke. And then it came out as one of my hardest beats ever. So. Right. right. <laughs> do you find that, like, that happens, like, more often than not? I mean, that's such a great thing when that happens when, like, obvi- like it's just complete accident because... You almost couldn't even maybe have like planned something like that, and then once it comes to fruition, it's like, wow, I totally did this. But it's like not exactly where I thought I was going when I started out with it. It's like certain projects kind of, yeah. Yeah, I always make a duplicate file. Okay. So yeah. like I I make a beat, and if I and it it all depends on the sample. Like whatever like sounds and like melody that I'm using within it, I'm yeah. like, okay, I can hear two different routes this can go. Could I combine them? Yeah, but just in case, I'm going to have a duplicate file so I can, like, make it a different thing. And that's, you know, I was doing that with my song on my album, uh, When the Party's Over. I was like, do I want it to be some faster shit or some slow shit? And then I couldn't make my mind up, and I was like, fuck it, we're going to do both. And then that's just, like, what that song ended up being. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, everything that I made as a joke ended up being something that had the last laugh, and it was fire, so Mm, I'm going to keep doing that. That's what's up. That's what's up. I love that. I love that. Do you play, like, because you said your dad is a bass player. Did you have, growing up, like, was that something where you like to play instruments? Or was it just the, like, writing to keep it short? That's something that sparked your... Yeah, I took, like, guitar lessons for a week and gave the fuck up. Okay. (laughs) I just, like, I'm I'm not playing fucking Yankee Doodle. Like, I'm not, whatever. But, like, that was when I was, like, nine or some shit. Uh... So like my brother and I, we, we, we were both very athletic growing up. I was playing basketball and I was, you know, getting offers and shit and my brother was playing volleyball and it was like they, you know, and I was making music though. And I was like the only person who was musical in the family. Then my brother picked up some drumsticks and this guy can fucking drum his fucking ass off now. So like uh, every person in this family is musical to some degree. And uh, so like, it's weird that like, you know, I'm the only one who really doesn't play an instrument. <laughs> but like I, I, but I do the most music shit out of everybody here. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's the same. <laughs> did you uh did you ever have a tough time balancing uh you know pursuing like two different things at once like basketball and music or you found the balance? Yeah, yeah. no, uh, I didn't find a balance uh, okay. at all. Because <laughs> uh, like I knew uh because you when I got to college in like Baton Rouge to play basketball or whatnot like you 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 have to really love something in order to do it to that level. Yeah. Uh, I, I got a full ride and shit like that. And this is back at like my peak alcoholism, right? Right. So like I'm just out here wilding, right? Right. And, uh, <laughs> and like so I, I would just be off this shit and I would go to practice, sweat the alcohol off, and then I'd be like straight to like do it again. And like realizing like that's not the best, you know, <laughs> like thing to do. But also like I... You're in Baton Rouge, and if you're in Baton Rouge, you have been in Louisiana, if you're around that area, the second, you can take a deep breath before you walk out the door, right? You go, and the second you open the door, that entirety of that breath is gone. 
because of how humid it is. Wow. Like, bro, like, I'm telling you, like, it was fucking insane. And I get there in the summer, the dead of summer, to start, like, the training and shit like that. Yeah. And, like, it was just... Just a horrible experience. And so it just really showed me early on, like, I really did love it like I thought I did. I was maintaining, like, the best grades on the fucking team. Yeah. But, like, I, I just wasn't really into it like that. Right. Right, So right. then I just went back home and I've just been doing music since. So what's been going on with – did COVID – I mean, it's changed so much. But what did it do for your writing? I mean, did you take a little bit of time to – Everybody's been evaluating their life right now, but I mean, did you have, like, did that change the way you do these things, where you make beats, where you have an idea, you start writing, and it just takes off and becomes something? I mean, if anything, I have more time. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, I have more time. So, like, what, what, I'm, what I mean by that is, like, COVID didn't influence anything, Uh Everybody's been evaluating their life, and that's true, but I've been evaluating my life since I was about nine years old. And so that's, that's like, not really even anything that was like, oh, I got to not evaluate myself or really think more about my situation because COVID hit. I've, I've been doing it my entire fucking life. So, like, so it just it never really was, like, a huge deal for me. Uh, but what's is weird, like, business has been fucking booming ever since this COVID shit hit. I'm trying to tell you I have about... Last week, I had about three sessions a day, just people just coming by to record and stuff like that, people buying exclusive leases. So, like, I'm doing really well. Because people hear the album, like, oh, my God, like, I want that. And then, like, I'm like, well, I did it all. So, like, what's up? You know? Yeah. It was all me. Like, and, I, and, I, and I'll be at a show and I'll perform. Like, yo, did you like that beat? Well, I, I, that was me. Pay me. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, it, how it's been. But, like, uh. Now, if anything, like, I'm glad COVID has let other people evaluate themselves more. But, like, I I don't know. I uh, I used to be, like, the, the life of the party. I used to be the person who was always out and about and just couldn't really stay to myself. But, like, I just, I'm, I'm glad that, like, during this entire time, like, I just realized that, like, being to myself is, like, better off for me. Yeah. I just I just enjoy it more. I don't have to, like, I don't know. Because it's just exhausting. Like, just, like, I, I, I can be in the spotlight, but, like, not for too long. Because then I'm like, all right, yeah, no, we get it, cool. I, can I go the fuck home and, like, get Wawa on the way back? Like, that's just, like, I <laughs> I just I, I just get exhausted. I'll do it for, like, an hour and a half, and then, like, I'm done, so. Yeah, no, I feel you in the sense where, like, it's something that, obviously, we all had to adapt to, but in yeah. the grand scheme of things, it really didn't, like, kind of derail certain people from what they were doing before. Yeah, which is weird, because, like, I just know a lot of people who, like, you know, lost jobs over this shit. Got laid off and people were having a hard. And meanwhile, I'm just like constantly working to the point that I got myself a brand new fucking computer. Bro, I don't, I could go, I could talk about this shit for an hour. My old shit, I had to work around it just so things would work or whatever. This shit, it's just a, it's just like my dream computer. And I was just, and the fact that I was able to afford it off of this, which is just so fucking cool to me. And like, this is just like, the quickest computer I've ever had in my life, and it can run everything. So it's insane. I can't. I'm, I'm still, like, I, I walk downstairs every morning, and I'm like, that's my shit? <laughs> Excuse me? I've been using this average laptop from, like, 2016 for, like, three years, and now I got this one that's, like, 
literally as good as the average gaming desktop, but a laptop. I just don't need a video card, obviously. I'm not going to be playing fucking Call of Duty on the computer, but like I'm saying, like, it's just a fucking beast of a goddamn computer. Man, congratulations, though. That that means more to me than, like, my album. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, like, that's just, like, the craziest shit in the world to me. I'm just so fucking excited. And, like, so what I try to do is I try to see, like, it's boundaries. Because the thing about me, maybe this is a terrible trait as a human being, but, like, whenever, like, I find something new, I'm like, okay, how much can I do before they're like, hey, relax? You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, on my album there's a song called Come to Think of It. And at the end of the song I have, like, a harmony that has 22 different vocal tracks playing at once. So what I did is I played it, and I had to freeze them. And when you freeze the track, that means that, like, it helps with uh, the computer performance and it's able to run without making your computer contemplate suicide. So what I chose to do is duplicate that, all those fucking vocal tracks, three times without freezing it, and my computer still ran it. And it was only operating at 40% power and had all the plugins on it already. Yep, yep, with with Fab Filter, with Isotope, with Waves, everything on it, everything on it at once, and it ran all of that shit. And I was just sitting here, fucking convulsing, bro. I was like, yo, if I, if I run two on my old shit, if I ran two of those unfrozen tracks with the plugins at the same time, my computer would be on the suicide hotline immediately. And then this one is just like, okay, what else? And I'm like, yo! So not only does this mean I can do shit for other people, but this means I can experiment further than I ever have because I believe a person is only as good as their fucking tools. Because you, you are limited. You can be the most talented artist in the world. You can be the most talented producer in the world. But if you are not able to run all these different things and you're not able to just work with these high-quality tools without your computer losing its fucking mind, then you will only be just fucking confounded in this box that your hardware is putting you in. So the fact that I can just literally do so much more now, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) It's so crazy to me, man. Bro, I, I, I am having sex a lot less. <laughs> Bro, I fuck it, man. I got, I got 48 gigabytes of RAM. Leave me alone, woman. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? My, my girl, my girl understands though. She's completing her Pokédex. She'll be all right. Yeah, you feel me? She'll be cool. She's straight. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's glad that she understands. You know, without her, man, this album wouldn't be what it is, because she's she's uh, she has a very unique unique taste in music. Like you wouldn't expect a woman, not just a woman, but just like the girl that you're interested in, to have a very similar taste to you. Because you you because guys are normally guys like, hey, yo, check this song out. I fuck with it. And then like she's like, oh, I like that song, or I don't like that song. Everything I told her to check out was already on her playlist. So like that's just what it was. And like those are like songs she frequents. And I was like, what? So she, uh, without having any knowledge in music, for real, for real, she was just able to be like, okay, like, I really like where you went with that song, but, like, where else are you going with it? And, uh, like, just having somebody who, it's good to have people who have experienced ears in your fucking circle, but it's also good to have somebody who's just who just loves music to say, okay, yeah, you know what I mean? 
But she had nothing bad to say about it. And her saying that, who, like, and she hates damn near everything I show her sometimes. Not of me, but, like, of just, hey, this is my homie shit. Do you like it? She's like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but for her to be like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. Because there was a song I wanted to put on the album. I made 17 songs for the album. And I kept 16. I wanted, I, bro, I was like, I'm just going to keep making music. I'm going to keep making music. And I'm just going to cut what I don't want. I cut one record. And that record, one of the verses was used in another song that made it. So it so I guess 16.5 made it. Right, right, right. That's got to be yeah. a good feeling too. Bro, what? I was like, I don't want to force anything and have it be a certain number. And then, like, everything came out the way it did except for that one record. And I was like, so I guess we're doing 16 songs. Right, right. Right. <laughs> That's got to be a good feeling because it's like, I mean, it's like nothing went to waste. Not that it goes to waste because it's like you finish the track and it's like, you know, that's that definitely has meaning. But that's for sure a good feeling to just get it all out there and know that and be happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's weird because normally I just hate everything I make the day I make it. And then the next day I'm like, wait a minute. That's, I, I kind of like it. But but like this time it was just like the second I made the beat. I'm like, I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. This I know exactly where I'm going with this, and I was house sitting with my girlfriend at uh we were cat sitting these cats or whatever, and and the lady was gone for like four months, and I got all of my recording done in that time, and I was able to be as loud as I want, and I was able to do whatever, and it was just like some place in a country, and it was just some shit like that, right and on. it was just a really good fucking move, man. So shout out to Margaret, man. Shout out to fucking shout Margaret. Shout out to Margaret. Shout out to Margaret. Hashtag Margaret. That, uh, so, I mean, you you haven't really ever gone into making an album like I have to have a set number of tracks. That's just not across the mind. No, not at all. I love that. Not at all. Yeah. You can't trap the mind. I mean, it, it really, especially with music, but as a producer on top of it, that, that's something that I feel, I mean, everybody's different, but you should not not be confined like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Agreed. I feel you. Agreed. Do you um do you when you're making an album, do you value like how do you uh get the track list going? Like how do you say like the whole album is kind of like a story or whatever and you're piecing it together, do you place a lot of importance on like what track comes next and what track comes first? Um I think I think all the importance yeah, of any project should be focused on that. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I mean, that's elephant, elephant in the room was the intro because it had to be. Right. Elephant in the room, literally just, I, the intro to my last album was so fucking special. Mm-hmm. It's called Disclaimer, and it was literally me like, it's kind of like some like Eminem Stan shit, but like yeah, not as fucking corny. Yeah. It was just a lot, like it was, it's just a song that like, I don't know. Yeah. There was this very, This Is A Cry For Help was about me being suicidal and having these thoughts. And I haven't cried since. It was me actually acting out on it and where those thoughts took me and why I have to constantly recover and rebuild things that I fucked up. Things that just, you don't appear when you have these thoughts, you know? Like, you're like, I just, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. But then, like, the worst that can happen when you have those thoughts, and this is going to sound fucked up, but, like, the worst thing that can happen is you survive. Because then you have to, like... Like, you know, I have, my mother doesn't fucking sleep unless I'm home. Right. You know what I mean? Because it is where it put her. 
So I have to be able to be in a place, not only to talk about it, which was hard enough for me already, but I have to be in a place to like, you know, close that chapter of my life. Because as much as you want to get out of some shit like that, it's, it's sometimes you just want to hold on to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is weird. Which is weird because you would think anything fucked up in your life you want to get rid of immediately. But some sometimes it might just you might feel like it defines you. Yeah. And and why would you get rid of something that's defining you? Right, right. You know what I mean? So right. I mean so each each track list, like each each track on the track list, it uh I made sure it was co cohesive. I made sure that like it made sense. It goes elephant in the room, then phone a friend. Right, talk about I'm not gonna talk to anybody about how I feel because I, I just it just hasn't worked out for me before. Right. And if and I don't think anybody can fix what they didn't cause. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then slide was like, okay, maybe I do need to talk to someone. <laughs> right. And, and then mutual was the song after that, and and that's probably it might be my favorite song on the entire record. Was literally me taking a drive. I, this is a true story. I was taking a drive to get some peace of mind. Yeah. And I ended up in South Carolina. That's like what, like, I, I just got lost behind the wheel. And I and, and I just was like, yo, where am I? And I looked, wow. and it was south of the border next to me. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. What? And I looked at the time. It was like 4 in the morning. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just thought those first four tracks really just, I think, just painted exactly where I was. And yeah. I think... I don't know, because I, I was always making revisions to the track list. I'm like, okay, do I want the song here? Do I want the song there? Right. How can I make it make sense? I have a story that I'm telling. I have a picture that I'm painting. I don't want it to be like a Quentin Tarantino film where like the end is the beginning and then like yeah. the middle was the second part and like all this shit and you finally find out what happens. I kind of want it just to make sense for people who don't even have to know me just to understand where I'm at. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah. to answer your question, all the focus needs to go there. Totally, totally, because that's definitely... Do you think that you can almost project how overall a project will be received based on the track? If that makes sense, like you can almost, when you're piecing it together, you're you're doing it with the purpose of like, all right, well, hopefully if I put this here, then it'll be received better than if I put this here type of, type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the most important thing, if you're making music, the most important thing in the world is to not listen to it like you're somebody who's making music. Right. You have to listen to it like you're just somebody. You're just like, because we all love music. And yeah. it's very hard for people who make music to listen to music that, you know, let's say like a new Kendrick album drops. And a lot of people would be like, oh my God, it's so great. And you're just thinking about like what you would do. Yeah. If like you know what I mean, like okay, I like what he did. I like the choice he made with those with that melody. Uh, I like this pocket that he's in. Like that's what people like me think about whenever I'm hearing music. So when it comes to that, I had to get rid of that entire mindset and make sure that not that I, I not that I really necessarily cared how people perceived it, but I just knew how I would. Yeah. And if I'm a very tough critic of music, which I am, I gotta make sure that it would impress me. Sure. Sure. So I I I think. The track list itself put a lot of stock into how people will receive it to me. So that's what's up. Yeah, man. That's that, I, I love it. I mean, that, I really appreciate the fact that you're just so cool about coming on and yeah, doing absolutely. these tracks, man. That, like what they're what they are is something special because of how you you just you tackle life with such a a bulletproof mentality. It seems like and I. Anybody should appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much man. That means a lot. lot.
definitely would like to do one of these again if you want to you know whatever you were thinking today for these tracks man love to give you the floor and let you just do your thing man it's been a hell of a time though i appreciate you coming on oh, again. yeah it's, it has been no problem man i would uh yeah man so 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 are you asking me is this the freestyle time or is this the uh <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the way that, okay segue and actually <laughs> i was thinking about it and i i'd love to ask you one more thing man um like in terms of output and where whether you're an artist of any kind or you just you create something of any kind what have you found if you could like if you're comfortable with uh just saying like if you found anything that you could tell people where what is it that uh creates more output and could get you out of a slump um and could just get you just that first step of like just being confined in a box and then all of a sudden now you're creating and there's output what what have you what are some things that you've found that that help you get there I learned not to make music about it, mm. which was weird, and it contradicts everything that I'm saying. Mm. But I, you know, I have a song. The last song on my album called Motive is one of my favorite songs I've ever written in my entire life. It's, it's an amazing a six-minute record, and thank you so much. It's it's like the part two to Disclaimer and whatnot, and it's just like it it takes you on this journey of like, okay, I wanted to do music. And I wanted to like, you know, be explicit about like my life and like what I go through. And I jumped to that and I, that became like a personality trait. So instead of being able to go through things like a normal fucking person, I have to make a song about it. Anytime something traumatic happens, anytime that like just anything, bro, it, it always was something I had to express through music instead of going through it first and then talking about it. Mm -hmm. So there would be things that I wasn't done going through that I made sure that I talked about in music, which ended up fucking me up in the long run. So if you're in a slump, do not listen to music to inspire you to write about it. You gotta make sure that you check all your fucking bases and all bases are covered. You check every single box to make sure that you're good. You're in a place to where you can talk about it. And it's not about helping people, it's about helping you. That's the advice that I would give. That makes total sense. Well said. Well said, man. Well said, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you just gotta face the problem set first. At the end of the day, yeah. you're either gonna face them or not face them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really wish I knew that back then, man. I feel like I just, I, I would have been in such a better space mentally throughout this entire time. I just didn't know the thing that was that I thought was saving me ended up being the thing that was hurting me the most. Yeah. Never, never would have saw that coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that it just takes experience sometimes. I mean, it just takes learning and actually going through it to actually be able to grow. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking annoying, but for sure. Yeah. Yep. For fucking sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, I'm going to stop my recording and then put the beat in and then just do some shit. Hell yeah. That's, that's okay. okay. Hell yeah, you got the floor, brother. All right. Give me one quick second. Yeah, yeah. I think I can do this. Uh. Yeah. I was born with a silver spoon and now there's rust on it And all of my mama's china got some dust on it Yeah, Don't reply to this saying me too Cause there ain't shit to talk about unless I touched on it Fuck a hook, there ain't no time for debate 
I step farther than anybody, don't try to relate. Listen, I ain't have some home cooking in the minute, cause my mother's blood pressure is as high as the stakes, okay? Shit was different back when Uber was the taxi cab. Blood stains all on the butters, looking like maxi pads. Never copped another pair and I didn't complain. There was symbolic, cause I couldn't get rid of a stain. Now it's the opposite. Pull up on that Jeep Cherokee that they moccasin. Now it looks like the same with that Tupac was shot up in. It's getting hard to think outside of shit, they box me in. Shit. I'm Uncle Tito with the fully auto rocket on the ottoman. Your ruler got no power without measurements. Don't fuck on my temperament, there's no benefits. If I bring the tech in, then it's shooting like Steven never kicks. Yeah. I told Ryan I'll catch a body. He asked me if I'll do it. That question alone alarms me. I said that I would, but I don't think they get the concept. If they found out it was me, that you would never hear my project. What the fuck they gonna do with me? Right now I'm pushing 250. I gotta tell them that it's funny, but they believe it or not, like the dude Ripley. It don't really matter, I can give him that. Hot pooey when I spit up on it. And it's hard for me when they get up on it. Feeling like a lighter when I flick and I'm lit up on it. But I can say that it was Liddy again. Life's a bitch and I can't take it to the chest like it's titties again. Okay, I fucked up but now I'm back on. Tell them all it's different. It's bang bang if they act wrong. They just want that games but I don't play like it's Capcom. But they just cap and they calm. It's different but I'm back in my poems. Writing again and I got the pen and pad. It don't really matter. I'm feeling like I pretend to have everything I used to get. Maybe I could give a shit but I don't think I moved the shit. Hard for me to do some shit that everybody says that I can't do in this bitch. But it's been hard cause I can say that it was you from the jump. But it don't matter, I can say that it was you as a bitch But I don't give a fuck about it, just blaming your mom I can say what it was, but I say that I dumb rock And it's funny, I think your mother just turned to my cum sock Never mind, I'm back on it again And it don't matter, LGD podcast for the win, okay <laughs> Let's fucking go Six, 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 six. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, no, thank you guys so much for having me. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. We should definitely do this again sometime soon.